Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh, hi, Mina-san. What's up, weaves and casuals alike? We're Baka and Company, and we're here to provide you today with a deep dive into the random anime shows and movies that we found interesting. We'll talk about both new and old and everything in between. And just so you know, on this episode, we got myself, the delinquent, stuck in remedial studies, Drew Tendo 64. We have the classy class rep, Frank Furter. And we have the bento lunch munching, magically average. Oh, wait, hey now, <laughs> why am I the fat fuck and the dipshit gets to be the class rep? That doesn't because make that, sense. That goes, that's part of the course for this show. Oh my God. <laughs> and plus, we have to inflate his ego once in a while or else uh, he goes crazy. Fair. That's never happened before. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Today what did we we're... watch this week? <laughs> Today we're talking about A Blast from the Past, the 2010 anime hit. It's Baka and Test. I thought it was 2011. Uh, well... Hold on. Also, get started in 2010, finished. Oh yeah, hit. You got caught up on the date. I got caught up on the word hit. Oh yeah, I just I threw that in there for flavor. The the show that came out, a a series, uh, Baka and Test or Idiots and Tests and Summon Beasts, also known as Baka and Test Summon the Beasts in English. It was a Japanese light novel series written by Kenji Inoue with illustrations by Yuhi Haga. Wow, I almost said the wrong name there. Uh, it was adapted and released, like I said, in the winter of 2010 into 2011. It was directed by Onuma Shin, who also worked as a director on Watamote in 2013, both seasons of Bow Fury, and most notably, Kokoro Connect. Hold on, I, I've said a lot of words, I'm thirsty. Judy models can't drink. What are you talking about? You'll get, you'll get wet and <laughs> damp you'll, and shrivel up. Yeah, more than I like a have. shrinky dink. Don't you're, talk you're it. Not, no, you're not. Like it's a normal sponge. dink. 
you're you're not like the sponges that expand and grow into dinosaurs. You'll, yeah. you'll literally crumple up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's our show, everybody. Animated by the studio called Silverlink. Uh, you may recognize some of their other works, like Non Non Biori, Strike the Blood, and The Great Jai or Jai. I can't say. I've never Jai. watched it, so I don't. Jai will not be defeated. They also did Watamote and Bow Fury and Kokoro Connect, so it's really obvious that Onuma would have directed this show because it's pretty much his job at this point. Uh, and then to dive deeper into what Baka and Test is, if you haven't watched it, why are you listening to this? Uh, but the school, Fumizuki Academy, isn't your typical Japanese high school. They have a hierarchy, and it's unique in what they do, where they have a test system that... When you get there, you get placed in a certain class from A to F based on your grades, and then you're sorted, kind of like a demented um, Hogwarts, I guess. Uh, most of, well, more demented? I don't know. I wouldn't say uh, anywhere near Hogwarts, but sure. <laughs> it's, well, yeah, okay. It's just there's, a school. There's magic. There's magic at this school. Technology. It lives in our yeah. hearts. Anyway. So um, the class that we're going to focus on is class F, the flunkies, sh uh, shall we say. Uh, they have a class rep uh, representative. His name's Yuji Sakamoto. He's their really lazy class president. Uh, just before we dive too much in, did you guys watch the dub or the subs? We um, dubbed. You dubbed, me dubbed too. So that's awesome. Perfect. Uh, we have the class ambassador who's the main character, Akahisa Yoshi. Our lovable, dense, idiot main character who is just... Poor guy. He's He's got some problems. Yeah, that's, um, that's one word for him. They're all pretty much self-inflicted anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't know how to budget and he eats 164th of a ramen noodle to survive. And he's just... He's, he's problematic. Um, other people in the class, we have, like, the other main characters, I should say, are, like... Hideyoshi Kanoshida, who has a twin Yoko, and they get confused for each other because they look very similar. The only difference is the hairbands, and one's a male, one's a female. Um, we no, also... they're both female. What? Am I just dumb? According to everybody, they're both female. Uh, the Wikipedia said differently, but I will take the, your answer. Obviously, the you show. didn't watch the show. Did you, you didn't did. watch the show. Did you, did you watch I did watch. I did watch 12 episodes of Baka and Test. 12? Did you 12. not watch season 2? No! I thought we were watching one season! Oh, we watched both. All 13 episodes oh. of each season. Well, that's well this is where Drew everybody. leaves. Everyone, yeah. <laughs> Say goodbye to Drew, everyone. God damn it, Drew! Bites with Frank Furter and, <laughs> and Magically Average. Welcome to Baka Bites. Inside the show. Well, even so, we'll call this one. It, inside, in, it, even in season one, though, they were making the jokes that Hideyoshi was a girl, and he's like, "No, I'm a guy." And yeah, that was the joke to you, Drew. That was. Uh, I'm easy. just only joke. I'm just dense character. as fuck. Then it's okay. Oh well, yeah, TV. you are paper. Oh god damn it! Just setting myself up today. Just a little bit. Continue, buddy. Yeah. The voice actor for Hideyoshi. Um, oh, I didn't write that one down. Fuck, I fucked myself up more. Anyways, oh my goodness. I'm going to just move over to Coda. I'm just this moving over to Coda. Is kind of, but this is, this is pretty, like, on par with the show, though. Like, Baka and Tess, this is pretty... 
this is pretty fucking idiotic I'm, right I'm now. Probably like, I'm Baka, and you're testing me. I, I get I'm it. probably going to butcher the name, but the Hideyoshi's voice actress was uh, Brina Palencia. B-R-I-N-A Palencia. Not familiar. I do know that there is a character I'm assuming you're going to say next. Coda. Yeah, Coda. His voice actor is from the infamous Ghost Stories, and he is the Jewish kid. And boy, oh boy, did I pick that up immediately. Yeah, you, you literally messaged me. You're like, dude, the guy from fucking Ghost Stories is in this. I was, I was like, like yeah, yeah, it's the Ghost Story show, which means that you know this one's got to be shit as well. Greg Ayers. Oh, yeah, it's Greg. Yeah, I love, he, I love he, Greg Ayers. He's, he voices a lot of good characters. He does. Yeah, he, he really the does. Moment I, the moment I heard that voice, I was like, I think I know that. And here we go again. Yeah. <laughs> then we move over to Mizuki, the main heroine of the group. Uh, super smart, but can't cook for shit. More like, you know, she cooks deadly weapons because okay yeah yeah <laughs> there and they the bread episode where she's like oh no there's four of you and i only made three what will we do yeah the rock paper scissors drew, to the death. drew you, you're really really missing out because like you know all the jokes that they do through the first 13 episodes like season yeah. one they do those three more times <laughs> not kidding they do those jokes each each joke they do next season three more times. So it's okay that you didn't watch season two. I think so. You, I saved you, myself. You didn't, really, you didn't really miss much. So season one was more so like I mean just to kind of hop into it a little bit. Season one was more so plot wise like hey here's like this school. <laughs> Wait, we can't hop in yet. We forgot the last character, the flat chested oh. uh, wrestler Minami, who's my God. favorite of, out of all she, of them. Yeah, I. I Completely 100% agree. Minami was I, the fucking MVP. Of the only show. part I actually laughed at was there's where is she, she's from Germany. Um, does she look German? Hell no. Because uh, it's anime. She gets <laughs> flustered and she starts rattling off German and her little sister just goes, oh yeah, this happens sometimes. She'll just start speaking in German when she gets really, really flustered. And I'm like, that's probably the only time I'm going to laugh at this show. And I was right. Oh no. <laughs> Um, the notes I wrote for me to me are like, you know what? She's kind she's and she's got, she's got a great, like, she's got a great personality and she that's will kill people if she can put them in a chokehold. True. Jesus. That's, I'm not going to like, just, wow. Wow. I, I was going to, I was going to call myself a lot. Yeah. You insulted a, a, a large portion of people in the world. Good job, Drew. No, I didn't mean it that way. What I was going to say <laughs> is I wasn't going to insult myself being two-dimensional and go, oh, she was a very two-dimensional character. Because wow. then you guys would have been like, oh, look, look, who's the ooga, pot ooga. now? Ooga booga pot calling wow. the kettle and now, now you guys grouping the Americans together and doing our voices as if we're Neanderthals. Drew, you're not off. You're not doing well tonight, my friend. This is not going well. I can double down. I can make it worse. Oh, please. Uh, yeah, you might as well at this point. And then there were other characters yeah, walking, who I didn't care to make notes of, like the creepy girlfriend of Yuji who threatened to burn Shoko? his porno megs. And Shoko, yeah. That was just super creepy. And Oh, don't worry. She got creepier in the second season uh, when, she's, when she's in fifth grade talking about her boobs. So yep. that was fun. Yep. All right. So I didn't miss much is what we're saying. No, you missed. No, it. you didn't. You, 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 no, you didn't. But you did. But you didn't. 
No, you, you missed didn't. like some backstory to characters, but that's about it. There's backstory. Yeah. Yeah. It's not interesting. <laughs> then like there's said, also like season, if that helps. Season one is like about plot of like the school and like actually what goes on at school and like the tests, like basically the test part of it. And then season two is just all nonsensical like plot arcs of just like backstory for characters, a way too long arc of peeping toms, and a fucking <laughs> scare competition. It, this show, and I don't have a good one to related to off the top of my head which is probably a good thing honestly but it is it's the epitome of like showing one hand and then just flexing on the other the the rest of the time like first couple episodes are like oh it's a school that's gonna be about like your studies and taking tests and that empowers your your summons or whatever the fuck they're called avatar beasts fucking weird chibi things to fight each other and then what you can do is you can have wars with the other classes, and if you win yeah. the war, you get their stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's an interesting premise. I swear to God, they did it maybe one time in the second season. Okay, so then that explains it. So I, with the first no, season, it, it, it I shit. thought it was going to happen. I thought it was going to happen more. So that build up to know that doesn't happen, that I don't feel let down because I really liked that concept that it was a battle royale school without being a battle royale school and they got prizes yeah. they hunted for tickets in that one episode and yoshi like, can't do math because he uses pencils to guess it multiple choice yeah, answers RNG's like jesus yeah. the wheel. <laughs> oh the the next point should be over there in the sky yeah yes. no nobody no i'm sorry maybe but, if i sharpen it down it'll be more accurate <clears throat> no absolutely not but like coda is that main character who just originally when i don't know you get introduced to him he's already creepy and then he spends like that whole second episode when people are sitting down just going closer almost, almost. and he's just in, like, in fairness though like keeping in mind with when it came out yeah like that that was sort of like a i don't want to say a staple but it seemed like a very common trope in comedy anime of having like yeah, a very was. pervy character who's over the top so yeah like i i, I just kind of took it as that but um boy oh boy it didn't stop there though in the second season apparently it infected everyone else and uh there was an yeah. entire arc about trying to go into the women's uh locker room oh but they had good reason though they did because because they were getting blackmailed mm -hmm. yoshi was so Yoshi it's... and uh, the class president. UG. Yeah. This um Anywho. Yeah. Th this show well, you know what, Drew, why don't you why don't you take it away? What what do you how what do you want to talk about this show? What well, do you, how do you wanna how do you wanna do this? Because uh, I was gonna you go only into watched half of it, so <laughs> yes. more more so I, I enjoyed the plot and the setup for a lot of stuff. I felt like it was building up to something. And now that I know the, the whole school battle avatar thing kind of doesn't exist. That's honestly what hooked me when I watched the first few episodes back in 2010, when it was releasing, I was like, Oh, okay. This is a great concept. Oh, okay. That's fun. They don't fight the avatars fight. They're based on like your school scores and, and what you're doing for tests. You can upgrade by doing remedial tests. And I was like, this is a really cool idea. I'm having fun. Um, 
and that tapered off. Fun pretty... watching an anime. Whoa, whoa, that's whoa. that's 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 oh, our next loud. series that we're not going to talk about. That that show. Is that's fun. two reviews from here. Yeah. Two reviews. Yeah, we're doing a movie next. Oh yeah, that's right. Anywho, I I haven't pinned that. Uh, anyway, kind of lost. I'm honestly, I've been in and out of consciousness all day today, so I'm not having a good day. Um, <laughs> haven't we all? <laughs> no, like I I had to come home early from work. It, it's it's bad. Oh, um, oh no. <laughs> so I take anyways, back my laughter. <laughs> no, no, you're allowed to laugh. It's I put myself in this situation. Um, He's paper. Continue. He doesn't have feelings. <laughs> God damn it. They just go right through me. Um, yeah. they, He's uh, very transparent. Well, I, yeah. No, oh, but I'm go away. I, I bend. <laughs> Leave. Don't I'll... give me a paper cut. Stop. Let Drew right. do his so thing. That's our Jesus. show for today. He's folding. Um, uh, oh, God damn it! <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'll have to get. I'll, 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 I'll handle this. I'll stop now. I'll yeah. just mute so, him. Yeah. So, yeah. To to your point, Drew, I felt the same way because like the first season had my attention for the most part. Like it wasn't. Okay. I didn't find it great by any means. Like it, it was. It was okay. I think it's just because it seemed like a a very tropey anime from the early 2010s and i was like eh, whatever the interesting factor being the whole test and summoning their avatars to fight and and that that element i was like okay cool but as they started drifting more and more away in the first season i was like i'm not these episodes are kind of boring i'm like eh. and then they get to the end of the season and they they're like starting up the next war because there's apparently a three-month waiting period if if you lose or after you battle a war and first off, um, I'm just gonna say the school is fucked up. That the pre- like the principal is just like, yes, fucking children battling on my by, in my playground, basically yeah, 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 test yeah. subjects who I shall monitor. <laughs> you never see a point in this where they actually like learn, other than when they're speed blasting through a test. So. And even like, the professors in class F just don't give a flying fuck. Yeah. They're like, eh, just kind of do whatever. That's one thing, care. too. Like, there's, like, two main professors that you see all the time, which is Iron Man, who's the best one. Um, he is. By far. He's also uh, the voice actor. He is, um, shit, I knew him. He was one of my other favorite characters he voiced. But uh, he's fantastic. And then, like, the their homeroom teacher, which they just switched them at some point because iron man used to be the narrator and then they switched it with the very droll uh monotone person to be the narrator which i was like okay and like haha it was kind of funny whatever kent williams by the way yeah yeah uh, but who did no one knows the actual no one cares about the person who did he voice uh uh, he's and overlord yeah just the most popular ones one piece he's give it to me uh android 20 and dragon ball z shut up kai old supreme kai He's rigored and rigored. Yoshi Atori oh or on high school host club. All right, you guys are both uh, useless to me. Father and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. You're not saying the one person that I know him from, so you're useless. Overlord. You're useless. Anyway. Slime. He... No. He's anyway. an Overlord. He. Yeah. Mr. Compress from My Hero Academia. <laughs> oh God. Doctor Franks from Darling in the Franks. Buta no. in Initial D. <laughs> Deja vu. Um, but it. 
I don't the know frustrating part was that in the second say. season they start <laughs> the second season they start introducing other characters which i'm like why i don't care at this point you're already in the second season and there's nothing like these characters don't bring anything and then they're just like i'm the chemistry teacher i'm like you are who? Who are you? Congrats. You're the chemistry teacher? And they're like, you can identify me as the chemistry teacher because I have a beaker that's bubbling. And I'm like, fuck you. This is so stupid. And then it's like, I'm the gym teacher because I wear a tracksuit and I have a whistle. And I'm like, who are you? What the fuck? Why? I don't, I don't care. What are those? Yeah, like, uh, there's a lot of that in this show, in this, especially in the second season, where they just start throwing crap at you and i'm like just go back to the basics do do what you were doing before they're like oh wait you like the avatars in battling and everyone's like yeah and then they're like how about an episode where they become sexy and i'm like what no what i did what is it are they gonna battle sexily they're like no they're just sexy and they have to figure out why and i'm like okay and then they're like all right how about an episode where the the system goes down and their avatars are stuck out. I'm like, okay, all right. To be fair, but they're that's... also sexy. And I'm like, why? Why are they sexy there too? What is My... what is happening? Minus the whole sexy part, that arc was actually pretty funny because like all oh, their shut your hole. No, it wasn't. It yes, wasn't it was. funny. No, it was not. Were they all just like all the avatars start speaking the mind of what they like all have been holding in? Like I thought that was funny. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It, it would have been funny if they would have set up the fact before that this was like a thing that occurs in this universe, right? Because before they just made stupid chibi noises and they fight, which the fighting is not cool itself, okay? It's really dumb. It's basically like, I have the higher power, so I win, and I'll do a slash move, and then all your hit points go away. Bah! Like, and there's nothing flashy about dodging. that. Yeah, and then now they can dodge. And, oh, but then, and then they can also, like, train them. Like, not educationally. They can, like, legit physically train their avatars <laughs> to be, like, have, like, a fucking sixth sense and see moves before they start coming. And I'm like, this is the most idiotic thing in the world. Just stick to what you started. It was interesting. It was unique. Like, just, just do that. Like, why so can't you just do that? So to kind of get, <sighs> there's no real spoilers for this show, but um, yeah, because every joke they fucking tell fifty thousand times. Anywho, uh, the okay, I will say the one joke that I consistently thought was funny and I really enjoyed every single time. And Drew, they put they did it maybe once in season one. And they did a okay. lot in season two. Can I guess it real quick? I've already because told you, you what pea it brain? is. 
You've already told me. Because you're simple-minded? I already told you what it was. And you're a fool? <laughs> I already told you what it was. I know. I just like insulting you. Fuck Continue. your couch. Um, it was uh, the... It's where they like turn everything into black and white, and there's a character just talking and hyping up, usually Yoshi, to do something incredibly stupid. And then just like it to me, I don't know what it was, just having them as like a sketch face, just hyping up Yoshi to do something incredibly stupid, like go start a war with another class, just got me every fucking time. I don't know why it shouldn't have been that funny, but it was. Also, Drew, if you're trying to talk, I don't know. You're muted no, yourself. No, I'm gonna point okay. out one thing. Yeah. I'm gonna point out one thing, Frank, in saying that did you notice how neither Drew nor I reacted? No chuckle. No, yeah. like, aha, yeah, I get that. Because it wasn't funny. I thought it was. So, in whatever, your man. simple child yeah. elementary brain. <laughs> and we're friends. And what does that, that say about you? Jingle moves. So, Ooh. sure, sure, you would laugh at that. Give me some keys and I'll be entertained for so, hours, baby. <laughs> going back to the whole oh, tropiness, no. too. Like, it, a tro like, a joke, a reoccurring joke can hit. And I can enjoy it. But when your show's entire comedy archive is centered around, we're going to tell a joke once and then just do it 50 times. And then we're going to tell another joke and then do that joke 50 times. It just get it makes every joke get really stale very quickly. Minus like, the, the first time putting Yoshi in like fucking arm bars and everything else. That, that that's to me was just, kind that's of just I enjoyed that. Yeah. I like the dumb joke. Slapstick is the same thing, kind of, sort of, as a repeating joke sometimes. I don't know. Continue. It was a I, repeating. It, regardless, that yes, was a repeating joke as well in this show. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I just I thought they would maybe try to introduce something different at times as opposed to just we're going to rehash the same old, same old in different contexts or with different characters and we're still going to make it funny and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, no, that just doesn't get it. And then after all this, or you go through, you go through season one and you're like, okay, it's fine enough. Let's watch season two. And then season two, you start off and you're like, this is a piss poor beginning. It's just them trying to be pervs, but whatever. Let's, let's move along. They with five episodes left are like, you know what? I'm 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 sick of the comedy. Let's go really really emotional and get very touching and let's dive deep into these characters' backstories and dig down to what makes them them. How did they get here? Why are they the way they are? And I'm like, where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? I mean, that's they best basically were doing that. It was like, cool, you just turned a exclusively comedy, albeit very dry and and boring comedy into like a oh now we're gonna get serious with with the, with the romantic stuff oh okay all right i see you mm. i you know i've had shits that were more entertaining and had more emotions <laughs> like roller coaster of emotions in this show like it just didn't make any sense to me yeah, I, I like I I can see it from that perspective. I think for the fact that I watched this, not when I was younger, well technically yeah, I guess when I was younger. Well, we could probably ago, like younger. maybe yeah, but you like, are younger. 
You're like five. Okay. You act like five. He already uh, said he needs keys to get also, excited. It's also past I your bedtime. Not. I it's said like you 8 give me 30 keys, by I'll you. be entertained past for your hours. Bedtime. My word. Can I like simply just get to my point without getting interrupted? Um Okay. My point is is that I think because I had seen the show, you know, seven plus or whatever years ago, I think liking it then because I mean seven years ago then to now you know you're a different person you learn a lot in life etc your tastes change um i think for the fact that i liked it then i still enjoyed it now but not nearly as much as i did back then which is kind of why like i'm actually scared to revisit some of these older shows that i've watched in the past like i know that there's a spin-off show for konosuba coming out next year i think or two years from now whenever the fuck it comes out I loved Konosuba when I watched it and when it was airing. I am frightened to go back to it after watching this because God knows it probably does not hold up I, I, as, as much as it do, did like when I first watched it. As someone who's watched it for the first time within the last year, I can tell you it should very much hold up. Um, it's It's a different level of comedy entirely. Well, I know it is, but, but like I remember that also being samey jokes as well and being kind of pervy as well. So it's just one of those things of just like it going back to older shows or specifically older comedies is kind of it's just like, ooh, will this oh, yeah. hold up? Because yeah. like this, this in all intents and purposes, like this show went from like being, you know, a high seven, low eight to me for me to being like probably in the low to mid sixes now and i sorry go ahead i was just gonna say like i i guess i'm i'm of a different perspective too because i this is the first time i've watched it so i can understand from that regard that you'll probably have a different mindset going in because it's something that you've seen before so you already have like thoughts and feelings about it from watching it the first time. And then now you're rewatching. You're like, Oh wow. Okay. I, I kind of missed that watching it the first time. So I get that aspect. I, and I would agree that going back and watching certain shows, you might kind of get that feeling of like, uh, I'm kind of scared too. Cause it might ruin it. Like my entire thoughts about the show, but to counter everything I just said, if the show is actually good, it should hold up no matter what. Like, I can't tell you how many times my fiance has watched a Ron High School Host Club, which, mind you, she'd only ever watched it for the first time, like, I think within the last year or two or so. To be fair, so, like, I watched it for the first time maybe six years ago, and I watch it pretty much every year, too. Yeah. So, like, and that came out, what, early 2000s, mid-2000s? Somewhere around there? So, and that show's still... It kind of universally amongst those who have watched it, like a fantastic 2006. comedy, two thousands, so mid two thousands. Okay, it was, was in a good ballpark. But like, my point though with with bringing up around high school host club is though is that like cause it's it's kind of like that same aspect of it's in a school, it's comedy, it's got the romantic elements to it, and it's also like got the tropey elements of characters, you know, with certain personalities, and it holds up today after coming out sixteen years ago. So with a show that's much, you know, older, like, I mean, Baca and Tess came out, we said 2010, so 12-year-old show, you would expect parts of it to still hold up. Now, granted, if there's, like, outdated jokes or references, like, obviously that piece is, you know, probably not going to, but 
the comedy itself should. And I just, again, my personal opinion on it is that it doesn't at all. And I think that's what kind of makes it a subpar kind of comedy in my mind, because if it's, if it's a true comedy, if it's got the good sense of humor and it has ability to present the different humor in, in a multitude of ways, then it should be funny no matter if you watch it for the first time now or 12 years ago when it came out or even 12 years from now, go back and watch it. It should still hold up and it just doesn't. My question yeah. to you, um, real quick, because there's one specific joke that I actually thought was pretty funny, but it is under the umbrella of just, like, repeated joke, and this probably shouldn't be as funny as it is. What did you think about the joke where, when they are summoning all their sexy avatars in the last arc, and then what's-her-face, the flat girl that I can't remember her name, Minami. Oh, yeah. When it's she, like the... she summons Womp from Super yeah, Mario Bros. yeah. I fucking thought that that was too fucking yeah, I, funny, but yeah, it should not but, have been nearly that funny. But here's the thing, right? It's a repeating joke, but it's in a different way. That's how you make a repeating joke good. If you just call her flat-chested 50,000 times and think that's going to make people laugh, it's not. But if you make her avatar a, a thwomp from fucking Mario then yeah, that's that's funny. Like That's good. That's a good way of doing it. You could have made her a piece of plywood. You could have made her fucking any, like a piece of paper. It didn't matter. Like, I don't know why. Ow, said, why the attack? Said, you said piece of plywood, and I thought a plank from Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Ed, like, Ed, 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 don't, don't bring plank into this. Ed, 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 Ed is fantastic humor. Um, but, like, but that goes to my point, though, of, of, of like how you can have a repeating, a quote-unquote repeating joke but have it still done in a way that makes it funny each and every time you do it. Baca and Test is just like, wow, we really stuck this joke. Let's just beat the ever-loving fuck out of it into oblivion. And then the joke's on the ground like, please, God, let me just die. And they're like, haha, no, shock you back to life. You're coming back Nekka's episode, baby, two more times. And then guess what? Five episodes from now, we're going to do it again, the whole episode. And it's like, just, like, just please let it, let it die peacefully. You've done it enough. Let it go. And they're like, no, we refuse. At least it's like at a the Frankenstein the, monster joke. Just at least let it the, go. At the end of the peeping but Tom arc it, where they go into the bathroom, it's the principal in there, not any, like, you know, of the classmates. That was, that was you know, a little unexpected. Like, hee hee. That's, but that's not a reoccurring joke. No, I know, I know. I'm just. It's just a joke. I know. I'm just throwing a joke out there that yeah. I thought was, I'd tee hee at. But anywho. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's really much else that we could talk about this just for the fact that it is reoccurring and I don't want to reoccur our conversations. But it's a show. Like it was it was it was fine. And and that's kind of where I'll leave it to. It I did have some nostalgia where like, oh yeah, I remember the story beat. Oh okay, like I remember the avatars. Oh yeah, I wonder like what's going on here. But uh, I don't think I was ever excited to to find out what was next when stuff happened whether it was let's go to the park on a date i won tickets or hey yoshi do manual labor like it's it's funny but there i'm was, not i'm getting so mad because i, I can tell you're laughing 
at yourself, no, Frank, because you thought of one, something else. Just one, say it. Say your other one, stupid. There's one joke in this show that I actually thought was really funny, and they didn't beat as like a dead horse. It only happened once, and it happened in the like first two episodes, and that was Yoshi gluing the goddamn table. Oh, to his that was hand. my favorite joke. Yeah, he glues the goddamn and table to his ends. hand, and the entire episode, the table is glued to yeah. his hand, and it starts and stops in that one episode. I will say that joke was fucking hilarious, and I'm glad they didn't beat that one to death. No, they just did it for a whole episode. Yeah. Um, have you noticed Wait. how many times Frank said, "I, I, I really, I only like this one joke." I didn't said, say like, one joke. I just, I, I really like this joke. one I part. This, I thought this was, like this was really one, funny. This one part was really good. I hate everything. <laughs> show, show is mid. It's a five from me. <laughs> like mid. I said it was like a six, <clears throat> like yeah. a mid six. It's. I, Eh. Well, it's funny too that that Drew's ranking at a five. Uh, first season, hold on, half. hold on. First season, first season <laughs> yeah. is five. I don't know about the rest. Oh, if the first season's five, then you're in for a really, really big <laughs> treat. <No>. Second season, <laughs> uh oh. Um, I would yeah. rank the first season higher than the second season. Honestly, yeah. yeah it, it, season to season, I would say first season's probably a seven. Second season's probably a five. So I would average around a six. Again, it. If you're watching it for nostalgia, I would say, hey, good on you. Like, if you watched it when it came out, because the, the second season came out in, like, 20, like, this year, 2011. Right? 2011. The second season? Yeah, it did not come out this year. Second season, uh, anime series, first season, yada, yada. Uh, second season aired in Japan between July 8th and September 30th in 2011. Oh, okay, 2011. I don't know why Crunchyroll said 2022. Maybe but that's they, when they, they got it from it, Funimation. Yeah, from Funimation to. Screw you, Crunchyroll, for not putting up your updated dates on when things came out. Anyway, <laughs> um, like, it, first season was enjoyable for the fact that it had the interesting elements of a school with avatars and you fight based on your smartness. Cool. And second season completely deviated from that and was like, nah, we're just going to go with the fucking beat a dead horse mentality. And just drive this fucking shit into the ground. I, if you like it from back when you watched it, good on you. Not judge if you're. I'm not gonna judge you if you watched it now for the first time. Uh, I can promise you one thing: there is an infinite library of shows that are better than this one. Yeah, there, there's it's not a, wrong. There's there's a lot of shows that I would watch over this. I enjoyed revisiting this but not as much as i enjoyed it the first time i watched it way back when so again like i said before like i would definitely give this like a mid to high six compared to like a mid to high seven before him like yeah it's it's really unfortunate that it doesn't hold up as much as i wanted it to like there were still beats that got me good but a majority of it was again beating a dead horse or horse (laughs) That poor horse. That poor horse. That poor thwomp. Well, that's all from us today. I want to thank everyone for coming out, taking the time to join us. If you have suggestions on what we should watch next, please send them our way uh, by tweeting at us at Bakako Podcast. We also want to thank Akano from SoundCloud for our intro song. And then until next time, do your homework. Don't get stuck in remedial class. Or this watch- will be on the test. No, you gotta say it lower. Like this will be on the this test. This will be on the test. There you All go. All those who died, go to Romilio class immediately. Bye, everybody. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu .com, code GLOW. Back up! Back up. 